Welcome to Time for 10, the ultimate countdown show. No topic is off limits. You name it, of course, we're counting it down. I'm John. Bob is always to my left. How's everybody doing out there this week? Our website, as usual, www.timefor10.com. The email address, info at timefor10.com. Subscribe to our podcast, primarily on iTunes. iTunes iTunes is good stuff. Uh, Also, we have a free email newsletter if for some reason you do not have access to iTunes. Uh, Join us on our Facebook group, you know, get some news and uh, see what's going on. See our goofy pictures, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm always updating that one, too. We are also searchable on Yahoo, Google, Excite, and all your favorite podcast websites. This week's show is Top 10 Modern Christmas Songs. That's right. we got a special holiday show this week. That's right. It's getting close to the holidays. And one quick note on the Christmas songs. Yep. Uh, it would be ideal mm-hmm. if we could play a clip from each song. I know. I wish. Unfortunately, uh, the powers that be, the copyrights, say that you must get permission from every artist if you're going to play. And that gets expensive. There is a catch, however. Uh-huh. You don't have to get permission. Right. If... It was released before 1975, ah. which is fantastic. The problem is... Reissues. Reissues. Yep. So, yes, it may have been written in 1975, but if they said, hey, we released a newer edition of exactly. that, that counts as a new release. Mm-hmm. So that narrows down to pretty much nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So they're sticklers about that. So but uh, until we're making uh, millions doing this or until uh, we're, uh, we got some support... That's right. Wow. So uh, we we may uh, step it up and ask for donations, but that is only at your discretion. Please, we're we're not we're not soliciting yeah, anything. Yeah, and we'll let you know when that's uh when that might be a possibility. So that's right. So for now, we're free, and you know we're open to. Oh, we'll always anybody. be free. It's that's just right. it'd just be a, a donation. So. Okay. Sorry. All right. No, no problem. Always trying to plug the uh, you know the money whenever <laughs> I can. So anyway, we're our list so this week top <laughs> top ten modern Christmas songs. Exactly. Let's get this list started. All righty, at number 10, uh, for the uh, non-English-speaking people out there, it's Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. That's it. That's Bob's going to sing everyone for exactly. you. Exactly. So I, th- I think I we think, can do that. I think that's okay, as yeah. long as we don't play the original recording. So we may hear from them anyway. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll let you know. If we we'll uh, get a letter. They don't have our address, so we should be all right. No, exactly. We're fine. We're good. So it's Feliz Navidad by... Jose Feliciano. That's right. That's right. Feliciano. I believe that's the pronunciation for that. Yeah. So, Baba, what about Feliz Navidad? Um, Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Spanish Merry Christmas. You know what it makes me think of? I don't know if you ever watched the, uh, um, it was the Sesame Street uh, Christmas special back in the day. I'm sure I have. Well, I, I don't know why. I watched it a lot. We had it on tape and everything. And mm-hmm. it just always reminds me of that with Big Bird trying to skate, all that, and he kept falling and stuff, but. I must have repressed that, but yeah, that, that's a good. That sounds like a good memory. Yeah, it is. It was a good memory. Good stuff. Um, they probably re-released that, and somebody's parents got mad because uh, exactly, Big Bird was on acid or whatever. <laughs> one of those things. Well, this is one of the songs that y- you really only hear the original. I don't. I don't know how many people have actually remade it because oh. they might be scared of the, the Spanish. I, I'm sure other people have done it. Well, it maybe just in other yeah. countries. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just doesn't it doesn't play well. I'm sure J Lo did a, a version of this in her native mm-hmm. Puerto Rico or that's possible. wherever she's from. I don't know. That's true. But that's that's our number ten, that's Feliz Navidad. And that's that's a good staple for uh for the holiday times. So you're destined to hear that on some station. Oh yeah, you just turn on the radio. You're just gonna come up, especially in the next few days, so Absolutely. Uh number nine, Bubba. Number nine was Silver and Gold by Burl Ives. 
from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the, uh, the claymation, claymation, type claymation yeah. one. Yep. That's good stuff. That was, um, yeah, he was like the big the big round snowman. Yeah, Burl Ives was the snowman. He told the story, right? He was the narrator. <laughs> Have you ever seen Burl Ives? Like the actual person? No. He no. looks he looks like the snowman. So they kind of went off of what Burl Ives was. So he kind of played himself in that movie. Oh, okay. But uh, silver and gold. That was talking about Yukon Cornelius, the prospector. That's right. That's kind of where it started. That's where he. That's what it is. That is where the song came from. There's some message to that song, but silver and gold. Yeah. How do you measure its worth? Something Just by the pleasure it brings here on earth. So yeah. There you go. I'm sure there's some hidden meaning Holy in there. Holy cow! But I, <laughs> it's kind of scary, isn't it? Man, I've seen that way too many times. It's like a database. It's it's scary. Yeah. But yeah, he's got them all memorized. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. That's probably not the highlight of the movie, but that's one of the songs that came out of. Th- I mean, obviously, there's Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Right, we were just trying to stay trying away from to the. S- yeah, trying the to stay away from the the norm. You know, you can name off all the right. Jingle Bells and Deck exactly. Halls, but everybody knows those. We're trying to go for the stuff that you know. Exactly. That comes out this time of year. That's you know. Different. Exactly. We're trying to we're trying to mix it up here for you guys. So. Um, so that was silver and gold. This one is number a, eight. Oh man, this is a personal favorite of mine. This is Christmas. Don't be late. This is from the Chipmunks. That's right, Alvin and the Chipmunks. They this beautiful three-part harmony with Alvin, Simon, and Theodore, oh. with uh, Dave yelling at them in the background. That's right. Um, this is actually this is one of my sister's favorites. This so. is a, it's a cool song. It is. Um, they actually released the whole album, but I couldn't tell you one besides that one. Well, they they do a lot of the traditional ones, oh, the stuff okay. that you've already heard. I think they do a crazy 12 days of Christmas and I'm sure. stuff like that, but uh But that's that's an original recording by them. That's like the one Exactly. That that's like the Alvin and the in the Chipmunks right. Christmas song. That's right. Um, that's crazy the technology to do that back then cuz you know, if you think about it, it wasn't easy to be make those Alvin and Chipmunk voices back then. They had to yeah. strategically speed up the tapes and then sing probably lower and then speed mm-hmm. it up cuz they didn't have the you know, change the pitch without the speed kind of thing. That's back true. Then. I didn't think about that. And they had to, yeah, they had to yeah. get it all in tune and all that stuff. That, was that the 60s, 70s, something like that? Probably 70s. That must have been a grueling studio oh. session. Oh. God, that sounds like I heard it was all one guy. I heard Dave. Get out. Was all the voices for that show. I wonder who that who that I actor was. We'll have to find that out. Email us if you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, email us. I'm sure somebody out there is a big Alvin Chipmunk. Yeah, fan. well, you got the new movie coming out too, so. Did That's you see right. that? That's right. The, the, uh, the real live action, they call that. Yeah, that looks a little creepy to me, but... Yeah, they they never can, you know, duplicate no. that stuff. But Jason Lee is... Uh, David is his name. I wonder who does the voices for them. I don't know. Maybe the Simpsons ri- or, uh, voices. Maybe they're making some extra bucks. Yeah, possibly. But, but uh, Alvin and Chipmunks, Christmas Don't Be Late. That was number eight. And number seven... It's a favorite of Bob. Yeah, this is actually one of my favorites. I, I wanted this one on the list. It says... Uh, Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. Um, Beach Boys. I love that album. And I mean, I don't know if they had one or two Christmas albums, but I love those the, the Beach Boys albums. I grew up on those too. So and it's funny because you, you know you think of Beach Boys, you don't think of the winter and stuff yeah. like that. But they obviously did some great Christmas songs. Too. They have a lot of good Christmas songs actually. Um, but this particular song, Little Saint Nick, um, was actually redone pretty recently by Sugar Ray too, and they they did a pretty good job with it. You know, they they did true to the original. So. I don't know. My personal favorite of the remakes is by Hanson, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was kidding. a great version. That time. I'm just kidding. I, I just saw that on iTunes. I didn't even know they did a remake. Actually, real quick, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I can do whatever I want. Go for show. it. Um, another one of those uh, was Santa's Beard. It was my favorite uh, from uh, Beach Boys. It oh, was all about, you okay. know, uh, like a mall. 
mall Santa and the the, the the little kid sits on the lap and he uh-huh. eats the beard off his hand and he freaks out because it's not a real Santa Claus kind of thing. He ate the beard? He ate the beard right on off was of his chin. Like powdered sugar or something? I, I, I don't know. This is just, yeah, listen to the song. I will. Yeah, check it out. But, That's really uh, gross. <laughs> wow. I'd be more scarred about eating the beard than finding out it wasn't Santa <laughs> Claus. I mean, don't they tell you first off that, you know. That's just Santa's helper. That's not well. That's that's the point of the song. So yeah, you must have heard it at some point in your life. You Mm -hmm. never know. But anyway, Little Saint Nick, number seven. I don't know. Eating that beer, that's a little freaky. (laughs) Uh, Rounding out our top five, um, the Twelve Days of Christmas. Now this is a traditional song, but it's uh, you know kind of a personal favorite. The version we picked is anything but traditional. Uh, That's right. It's John Denver and the Muppets. Jim Henson creation. That is just the coolest thing. You got uh, all the Muppets with their different, um, their different versions of the of the Twelve yeah. Days of Christmas. Um, one of them was the uh, Beaker was his name. He goes, wee, 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 yeah, wee. that was <laughs> <Exactly>. really funny. <laughs> and then uh, of course Miss Piggy uh, hams it up. Oh, I've called the you know something like that. Right, yeah, exactly. It's funny stuff. And John Denver trying to hold it all uh, together. He's like, please, God, let's make it through this thing. Uh, and Jim's bouncing off the walls, doing all the different voices. A, I mean, he does the voices, right? Or he did the voices. Yeah, he did. Uh, when he was, uh, was he alive for that? He must have been still around for I that. Think so. Yeah, because that that was a while back since uh, the 60s, John Denver. I think. No, 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 no. That album was probably from early '90s, I'd say, early '80s, early '90s. No. Yeah, I was a kid. Could okay, all right, 90s. and it was the '80s then. It was because if you see the picture, John Denver's a little bit older in it. All right. So it's 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 it's. I don't think okay. it's. As they old waited as that, that long to capitalize. I think so. I find that hard to believe. I don't, well, we'll find out. Somebody right. let us know. So, um, this is we'll definitely clarify this. Uh, <laughs> what? So, do you know how many voices Jim Henson did? No, did I mean I know. I, I think he did a lot of them. Yeah, and I know definitely Kermit is pretty oh, much his I, real voice. Really? Like, that's straight up Jim Henson. Like if you ever heard Jim that's Henson funny. talk, it's Kermit. It's funny. Yeah. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah, good old Jim Henson's not with us anymore though. I know. Yeah. Got got you know. Rest in peace. But that yeah. that was a really cool album. I listened to that backwards and forwards on vinyl, believe it or not. And oh, wow. It is old then. We had it on yes. tape way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I had it on vinyl. That's how That's I listened to it with my dad. I want to yeah, know how old that album. is now. I'm sure we can find out. Oh. But that also, as old as it might be, yep. we couldn't have played the original recording because it was re-released. Uh, I guarantee unfortunately. you. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So anyway, that is our top five. Yep. Let me uh, shoot these off real fast. Go for uh, it, Johnny. Number 10 is Feliz Navidad. That's Jose Feliciano. Uh, silver and gold from the Rudolph Claymation movie. Uh, number eight is Christmas Don't Be Late uh, from Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's right. Their original recording. Uh, number seven was Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Also Santa's Beard. Check that out. The kid yep. eats a beard. A little freaky. Yeah, that is freaky. <laughs> and number six, The Twelve Days of Christmas, uh, John Denver and the Muppets, the Jim Henson creation. So that is our top five, and Bob will take it away. Yep. As always, I do have a break plan. I'm just going to read some emails this week, um, all in actually uh, response to last week's show, which was uh, Top Ten Phobias. We mixed it up a little bit last week. I have to say, before you start, yeah. these are the smartest emails I've ever read. Yeah, they really are. I mean, One of these, holy cow, I was so confused by the time I was done. Well, even it, one or two of them, even, so. Yeah, just, okay, continue. No, I was just okay. saying, that was, I was just blown away by the uh, intricacies of the email. See, that's what happens when we venture into psychology and things that, that are a little we more We need to take smart. a break from those every <laughs> once in a while, because that's a little scary. Yeah, but we'll, we'll have to prove our intellect every once in a yeah, while. So that's what last week's show is. You can... You can still get that one, of course, on our website uh, at the podcast or 
most especially on iTunes. iTunes, iTunes is my favorite way to subscribe. So Absolutely. Anybody who's interested, please. So the first one here uh, was from The Man from Central Connecticut State University. It seems like we have a, uh, a few more fans out there since uh, since That's we did our sweet. our video podcast there, which is still so. available on our website and iTunes. We charmed the heck out of them while we were there. Oh, uh, yeah. Know. We didn't bring lunch, though. We really should have Next time, that. we'll breakfast. Next time. We should have brought or breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Whatever. So here's the uh, here's our email from the man. Uh, I'm gonna read this word for word because it's just it's good. Um, he's just talking about our our phobia, which was the fear of being buried alive. I don't remember, I don't remember what the, the name. Me it's on you know. No. I don't remember. Isn't being buried alive a motif of Edgar Allan Poe's work, The Premature Burial, The Telltale Heart? He buried a beating heart in the floor. The fall of the House of Usher, a woman gets buried alive. The cask of a Montalato, Captain gets buried alive. The black cat, woman gets a wall built around her while she is still alive. I just thought that would be an interesting note. Wow. That's fascinating. And it's amazing that we didn't pick, I mean, every single one of those stories there about getting buried alive. So, obviously, he was a little, uh, Edgar Poe was obsessed with that. I think I read the cliff notes on all those short stories, so I really should have known that, but. But the man, thank you very much. That was very enlightening. That's good there. stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. Opened our eyes. Um, I got another one here. Um, this one actually, who's this? Uh, from Rocky Hill. From Flutes Rule. Flutes Rule. That's what it is, right here. <laughs> um, she said, "I really enjoyed your show on the top ten phobias. Just wanted to mention that I know someone who won't kill spiders in her house. She actually names them and either moves them from outside or just lets them be. Hmm, what kind of phobia would that be? And keep up the good work." So wow. That's like the opposite of arachnophobia. She's not scared of them. She actually will it's live arach- with them. Arachnophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. like you know lives with them and makes them her companions. That, that might be qualified for the one of your whack jobs. The whack job yeah, category. It might be one of your yeah. whack job she category. Does, it's not in a cube, but you know it's it's roaming around the house. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> and one more here. Oh, we have another a funny person from Molecule. 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 I guess. I oh God. Yeah, we have a lot of these. Way uh, too smart. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> This one says, uh, hey, guys, great job on this list. It was fascinating. I can relate to some of those phobias, but not to the extent of considering them phobias. Eh, that's what we were kind of saying. It says, it's similar to the dsm 4 the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual to Diagnose Mental Illnesses. We're referring to an actual manual here from this. So this is coming from the manual. It's uh, uh, Molly tells us, many people might be able to relate to some symptoms of a mental illness, but not to the point of considering themselves to be diagnosable. In the DSM-IV, the most important criterion for diagnosis is that the collective symptoms are greater, greatly impacting their lives socially, vocationally, etc. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, go back, rewind that, and listen to that one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the rewind feature. And yeah, and just go back because uh, that's that's hardcore stuff. I forgot it already. <laughs> so yeah, fear of vomiting. I remember one time I was so nauseous for two hours, and I knew that if I threw up, I'd feel better. But I'd do anything to avoid throwing up. I think I've only thrown up three times in my life. So she beat you. You said five. That's good. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. ballparking it. But yeah, that that's pretty good. But uh, she says you guys rock. Keep up the good work. So thank you very much for all the emails, Molly. Flutes rule and the man. So we didn't get our list criticized this week. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's the first time I think. It's kind of more of a more of an examination yeah, of the phobias exactly. than an actual list. I, so I think people are gonna have problems with uh, this week's list. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm you sure. Know. But this is more. Concrete. Everybody has their favorites. Exactly. Uh, and coming in at number five, yep. uh, kids' classic is The Grinch. Oh. 
by uh, sung by the narrator actually Boris Karloff the original creepy dude yeah 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 uh, we looked on his uh, his uh, movie stats and they're all creepy movies pretty much all of them but movie he stats that you got off of IMDb which is IMDb. one of our favorites that's right this is what I never talked I'm sorry I- I'm kind of going back to no please to, to the little break I'm sorry okay. but we I never talked about we have our links page up and right right right. right. We have uh, Time for Ten's top ten links up there. That's right. We do have ten. I didn't even think about that. Well, I, that was purposely. Come on. Oh, okay. Come on. I, I planned that a little All bit. All right. That's good <laughs> we stuff. Have, yeah, we have Time for Ten top ten uh, links up there. Go mm. check it out. We might be switching those up, but for now, they're there. So, right in our links page. Five of mine, five of Bob's. Exactly. And, uh, we'll switch them up as we feel needed. Anyway, so, anyway. Back uh, to The Grinch. The Grinch. Um, that was adapted from the uh, Dr. Seuss yes, book. that's right. And I uh, made into a classic cartoon. Um I'm sure there have been many, and then redone the, the 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 version with Jim Carrey, the real life one. That's right, that the live is, action. That, that is was awesome. really cool. That was good. Yeah, he, Jim Carrey said they he was in makeup for about three hours oh. preparing for that every day. And he's one of those actors who doesn't come out of character, so he was the Grinch. Yeah, pretty that's, much all the time. That's, that's creepy. <laughs> that was pretty creepy. But um, let's see. Uh, you had the li- you know he. Uh, Trying to talk about the movie here. Uh, the, the Who's and Whoville. The Who's and Whoville, and he hated the Who's. Yep. And his heart is small, and then it got big at the end. That's right, because so, yeah. he realized yep. that there was more to Christmas than presents. Exactly. So and they all sang together and ate some food. That's right. And uh, number four. This was uh, this is one of my favorites because I am an avid Beatles fan. So it's Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. And let me just say, I've been walking around the mall. I've heard some horrid covers. Of this song. Yeah, I have too. Actually, Horrid. you, you got to listen to the Paul McCartney one. Absolutely. That's the original. And you know what the B side of that single was? I have no idea. I've never heard it. I can't find it. It's Rudolph the Red Red Nosed Reindeer by Paul McCartney. That's cool. Never heard never it. Never heard it, but you know it's the B side. Yeah, it's the B side. Yeah. How could you never heard it then? I can't find it huh. anywhere. It's crazy. Well. If someone has it and they want to send it to me, I'd be more than uh, I'd be ecstatic. That'd be a great Christmas That'd present. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just a happy song. You know, he just uh. He's just with the joy of the season, and uh, he does he does a good job portraying it. No, that that's a good song. That's a good song, and uh, that should not have been covered because nobody can duplicate the no, voice absolutely. of Paul McCartney and and the, uh, the you know the instrumentation and, uh, yep. and all that kind of stuff. That that's, was good stuff. That's a really nice song. And uh, coming in at number three, now this is more of a message song. This is "Do They yep. Know It's Christmas." Uh, various artists. This was originated for Band Aid. Eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Was the first Band Aid. Yep. And it, it was covered by Bare Naked Ladies not too long ago. It's oh, a pretty 2004, so 20 year, pretty much. 20 year yeah. anniversary, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, and there were some artists that were involved with the Band Aid. Yeah, it was. I mean, there were a lot of British artists, but Phil Collins, Paul McCartney had something to do with it. Bono, Sting, Sting. Yep. Um, that might, we might hit all the big ones, but if you go and you check it out, there's a list. Of Don't forget the people from Bananarama. Of course, you can't forget Bananarama. Cool in the gang. Cool in the gang. Yeah, something from Cool That's in the right. gang. Exactly. So. But that was kind of like um, uh, We Are the Children. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that kind of thing. That's it was right. to help uh, Ethiopian. Yeah, there was refugees. a famine, I guess, in '84. Or famine. I'm sorry. Probably still is in Ethiopia. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's you know gotten too much better, but nevertheless, it was for a cause. Right. And it's still popular today. And it's a message song, just like number two. That's right. And I think uh, I think number two has a really uh, good message in it, too. Uh, and that is? Happy Christmas, War is Over by John Lennon. John Lennon. So that song, I think, would still be uh, valid today. Oh, it is still valid today, but John would still be singing it. Oh, still absolutely. Sing, if He'd he, be touring. God that. rest his soul, you know, absolutely. if he was still around. Um, but that's just, you know, it's Happy Christmas, ha- uh, Happy New Year. And then also, you know, just 
advocating for peace in the world and mm-hmm. you know it, it's you know we still have the things going on in iraq the war over there so it's kind of almost the same time so when when exactly did you write that um he wrote it in the 70s when Vi- vietnam was going on so it was so after it might have been released after vietnam was over but he wrote it during during that period. so it was after the beatles yeah it was after the beatles okay. yep yep hmm. well that's yeah. good stuff it is and the number one number the one. the song that i can't even think of christmas without mentioning here's a drum roll okay is christmas time is here and it's it's from the Charlie Brown. Yeah, by the Vince Guaraldi trio. Vince Guaraldi trio. That's right. And those oh. ridiculously high pitched voices oh. that they they must have just trained a bunch of kids to sing like that. It's just amazing. To me, that whole album is Christmas, man. I oh, can't I can't go one Christmas season without hearing that about twenty times. Yep. I mean, just the way he the jazz and, and mm-hmm. the Charlie Brown and, and just everything is just it's yeah. Perfect. And a lot of it, there's yeah. not even any singing. It's no. just the amazing, the amazing. But something about it is yeah. perfect for Christmas and for Charlie Brown, just for that whole feel of just the, the Christmas season. That's funny because they made a cut. Co- they made one or two Charlie Brown movies after that, and they it yeah, never really. Some of them were pretty. Actually, you know, there's a whole series. If you say one really? or two, there's probably twelve. Christmas? Not Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, movies. yeah. There's a yeah. The Great Pumpkin and yeah, uh, that was Thanksgiving one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just Christmas. They made another one. And For Charlie Brown? One. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's uh, Happy Christmas, Charlie Brown. And there's oh. another one after that. But that first the one. The real one is, it's it's Christmas, Charlie Brown. Or, yeah, it's isn't it? It's Christmas, Charlie Brown. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's Charlie Brown it. Christmas. I Maybe don't that's know. what it is, but whatever. But yeah, he, you know, he... He's feeling all down about Christmas because everybody's talking about how many presents right, they're going right. to get. He goes out and gets, or he, Lucy makes him the director of this play. Yep. And he goes out and get the gets this wimpy little Christmas tree, and everybody's pissed at him. And then, then Linus, of course, uh, makes him feel better and tells the whole meaning of Christmas. That's amazing. You, that's that, an amazing that little soliloquy. So oh, there's. You took the words right out of my ah, mouth. Gotcha. Soliloquy. I knew you were going to say it. I, I that's grabbed beautiful. It. I was going to say <laughs> diatribe, but oh, that's okay. not the right word. Right. Soliloquy is better. I like that. All right. But that is pretty much our top ten list for this week. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Let's let's, uh, let's wrap them all up. Uh, Go ahead, Bob. I did the top five. Number ten, we had Feliz Navidad in Spanish. Uh, Number nine, we had Silver and Gold by Burl Ives. Number eight uh, was Christmas Don't Be Late by the Chipmunks, one of John's favorites. Number seven was one of my favorites, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Number six, The Twelve Days of Christmas from the John Denver and the Muppets album. Number five was The Grinch by Boris Korloff. Number four was Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Number three was Do They Know It's Christmas uh, by various artists and then Lady of the Bare Naked Ladies. Number two was Happy Christmas War is Over by John and Lennon. And number one, Christmas Time is Here by the Vince Guaraldi Trio from the Charlie Brown Christmas. And that's our show for this week, of course. Look at our website there, wwwtime for 10 Any comments, info at timefor10.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes uh, or email. And uh, we'll talk to you that next week. Thanks for listening. Have a I'm very John. Cr- and I'm Bob. Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody.